0: Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation, the restaurant guest experience podcast where I talk to industry experts to get their strategies and tactics you can use to create a five-star guest experience. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, a two-question real-time guest feedback platform that helps restaurants measure and improve their guest experience. Learn more at OvationUp.com. And today I am so excited, as I am most days, but today especially... Because not only do we have on someone that's a a personal friend, but someone whose restaurants I have frequented on numerous occasions, and I actually didn't even know, one of my favorite donuts in the world, my favorite glazed donut in the world, hands down, is at one of his spots. And I didn't even know it was his spot until I walked in on a Saturday to order, and boom, there's David. David Dottie, welcome to the podcast. How are you, man? Hey, very good. Thanks for having me, Zach. And David, you've got quite the background. You are a, uh, as I would consider a recovering finance guy. Um, you did stints at J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs. You did your J.D.M.B.A. and then, as most people that have that background do, you got into restaurants.
1: Um, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so I grew up with a very blue collar background, and so uh, it didn't take me too long being in New York on Wall Street to to come to this realization that. I was just a little bit out of place. I don't know if you've ever felt that way with something you've done where it didn't feel quite like oh, home, yeah. yep. but, uh, we bought our first business while I was getting my, my graduate degrees and I just loved getting to know the industry, the vendors, uh, you know, what margins we should be expecting. What do I look for when I'm hiring people? All these different things. Uh, I started to, to develop just a passion for how do I do each one of these aspects better and better. and so. Another opportunity came up to do some finance after school, uh, to go work in a treasury department. And I took that, but it didn't take me very long to be like, I have to go back to the restaurant. So, uh, you know, like I tell a lot of our managers, a lot of people are passing through this industry, you know, high school, college, or just looking for a part-time job. But for some of us, it's careers. And that's how I feel. This industry is, is my career and it may not be as a, uh, it's not white collar. It's uh, I as my wife says, I'm more of a light blue-collar guy now, but it fits me, and I love it. <laughs>
0: That's lot. Awesome. So you, I can't even keep up with with what brands you have and and what you're doing. Just because it, it's it's an umbrella of Kensington uh, Kensington Asset Management, right? And what what do you have under that umbrella?
1: Correct. Yeah. So. Uh... We are owners of Magleby's Restaurant and Catering uh, out of Springville, Utah. Uh, Lehigh Bakery on Lehigh Main Street. Uh, we have a couple other uh, locations opening up in the next 12 months. Uh, we have uh, partnerships in uh, Summit Pizza and in uh, Edna's Marketing Grill in Lehigh. Those are, those are our primary businesses. And
0: it's so funny because you look at every single one of those restaurants and the only one that I knew that you had opened before I went there was Edna's. Uh, but every other restaurant, that you're in they it's phenomenal like and each one which is so interesting does something so unique like lehigh bakery they have these square donuts that are just iconic magleby's has breadsticks and chocolate cake um summit pizza it's got the doodles you know like um every single spot has something that's that's unique talk to me about that what's you know, I know you did a LinkedIn post about this recently.
1: Um, talk yeah. to me
0: about like, having that iconic staple.
1: Right. And, and so I think the staple is something that uh, definitely sticks out in a customer's mind. And so when we're looking at some of these different brands to buy, and typically it's from a founding family. Because um, keep know, in
0: mind, by the way, for the listeners who don't know, you didn't start any of these brands.
1: No, these are, yeah. I mean... Lehigh Bakery, 54 years old, Magleby's 42, uh, you know, Summit Pizza is a 35-year-old brand, right? So, uh, you know, the, the founders that started these deserve the credit of the long hours and in, in getting these things up and running and building that brand and that reputation and that, uh, you know, that commitment to quality. Um, so that's something that we're looking for. Um, but when they have a signature product or two that's been embedded into the lives of people, it's been at their wedding, it's their stable on a Friday night. It's what they cater to their office for donuts in the morning. It makes taking over a brand so much easier. Um, But one thing we have to be careful of too is while we have these iconic products that are just embedded into their lives, you know, is still being relentless in the pursuit of Uh, Of keeping up that quality and that commitment to it, but finding new things and finding new ways to stretch these brands further and leverage the expertise that they have.
0: Yeah, I I love that To, to hold true to what you have. First of all, I guess taking a step back, creating something unique, creating something that can be iconic, that is so beloved, and then growing from there. But like you go into Lehigh Bakery, and there are just so many options, so many good things that you do. But you also care a lot about quality, right? and even even oh, if absolutely. something is really good, um, like, for example, there was a uh, what was it what was it called the buttercream bar, the the,
1: um, the buttermilk bar we had the,
0: yep, the buttermilk buttermilk bar. And I remember I talked to you about this because my wife and I loved the buttermilk bar, but we went in there one day and there were no buttermilk bars. And then we went in there a couple of weeks later, they weren't there, weren't there. And tell me about why did they get taken off the menu? Yeah. I
1: mean, we, I mean, I think it was a a little bit of a tremor that came from COVID. There were certain ingredients that we couldn't get or the consistency had changed. Right. And so we started making them and we just, the way that they were absorbing the oil when we were cooking them made them too greasy. And uh, a customer, a couple of customers provided that feedback and I was like, I'm like, they're exactly right. So, Rather than putting out an inferior product, I said I'm pulling it off until we can figure it out and get it exactly right. And it's funny that you you bring this up. I was at a planning commission meeting for a location we're opening next year. I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about, you know, the design and the plan and the concept and the drive-through and all that stuff. And then a guy raises his hand from the parks department, who's not really involved in me. He said, "When are you bringing back the buttermilk bar?" <laughs> and it just made me laugh that for some people this is so important to them or to their family or their spouse or whoever, you know, our number 10 seller on the menu. Is that important that a guy disrupted a council meeting about adhering to code to make sure that he knew when the buttermilk bar was coming back. Um, So I had to tell him it is back now and and told him the story. But yeah, I mean, for me, the quality, uh, the quality of every product, I, I continue to reinforce it with our team over and over and over again. I did yesterday with a cake decorator if the cake is not to the standard we expect, we throw it away. I'd rather not sell it than sell a bad product. And so um, it's that reputation that's the foundation of everything for us. And I mean, that bleeds into ovation too, right? Uh, You know, when I was at the pizza expo and met you, uh, there were how many people came up to me and said, if you don't like this product, I will pay every penny you pay to Ovation. I will pay. I get gu- that's how much I guarantee that you will love this product. And so, uh, you know, this is it has helped provide us some additional insights, even more so from our customers, to continue to refine and perfect our products and our service offering, because we are that committed to quality. I want every piece of feedback we can get to make us stronger and stronger and stronger.
0: Now, in terms of the guest experience, oh, all of absolutely. this. All of this obviously is about the guest experience. And and what do you think is the most important aspect of guest experience nowadays?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it's the human to human interaction. There's lots of things we can do digitally to interact with our customers. But at the end of the day, when I think about just blanket customer experience, it's when that customer walks up to the, to the front case of the bakery with their child and they're picking out their box of donuts that they're taking to the soccer game so it's that human to human interaction that happens. It's talking to the child who this is like, this is their big thing for the week. They're coming in and getting a donut, right? This is, this is like the highlight of their week. We're giving them a donut hole. We're asking them about the Paw Patrol shirt they're wearing. And we're, we're taking that moment to actually connect on a human level with our customers. We're not just passing them through as fast as we can. Uh, you know, if they, if we in line, we're going to give them that experience at the counter. And so, you know, that when we're hiring people, that's what we're hoping. We're hoping that's part of their DNA that they're going to do that. But that's what I do on Saturday mornings when I work the counter is I try to make every customer feel seen because it, Really, and this really try to make sure. I try to make sure that that's the tone I set when I'm there is is helping people feel. Appreciated. I just like, do you want to come on a tour for the ba- in the bakery? So I walked him around our new building with his mom, and she's like, that was the most amazing thing anyone has ever done for me <laughs> at at any restaurant ever. And I'm like, it took me five minutes, but that customer and that kid is going to remember that for the rest of their lives. So we're constantly making these little deposits of lifelong customers every day, and driving that brand experience, and that's how. If you do that over two, three, five, ten, fifty years, you'll just be completely unstoppable with the most loyal fans you can have.
0: I love that, that is, and that human to human. I think we often forget. I hear people say all the time, "You, we're, we're not serving. We're not serving customers. We're serving guests, right?" But I think it even goes beyond that. We're not serving guests, we're serving humans. We're serving humans mm-hmm. who want to be seen and known and understood just like any other human. And just because the stakes might be actual stakes and not, you know, like uh super high emotional stakes doesn't mean that it, we're still not human, right? Sure, volume increases, decreases, but the same things that make us love a brand that make us uh connect with a person are the same things in a restaurant. Like we, we need to stop thinking about them as, as customers or even as guests. Like they're, they're just humans They're to have a good experience. And, and we're part of that part of their day. And for some people, it's going to be more important than others. For some people it's like, okay, I got to go get some donuts for other people. It's like, Oh my gosh, I'm getting a donut. Like, but, but we got to be there and, and, and meet them and uh, show up for them. I think that's so important.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we, we try to build in, uh, a little bit of excess capacity at the bakery and to our other restaurants so that our employees know we're not just pushing things through a manufacturing process, right? You can think about, sometimes think about it that way. Kitchen manufacturers, meals, we serve it to them. We throughput them to get table turns. People can think about it that way. I try to build in some extra capacity so that our team members feel like they have the ability to dedicate time to the customer and give them that, truly first-class experience that they're going to go and share with their friends because in terms of our marketing budget, it's next to zero. We don't spend much money on marketing. What we spend money on is the people in there that give the first-class experience to all of our customers as much as we can that become raving fans and come back. So we're kind of in this environment right now where restaurant sales are, are teetering a little bit. And the only way I can attribute you know, our sales being up 35% this year is not because of tons of marketing or discounts and driving volume in other ways. It's truly the person to person interaction that happens every single day. I love that. So it, as,
0: in addition to service to, to having a little bit of because I think giving your employees the room to make that connection, I think is so critical. Any other tactics that you've used to improve the guest experience? Cause that one's Fire. Uh,
1: I'd say Zach, that's, that's the primary one. Uh, the focus on the focus on each person as they come in the door. Uh, you know, we've been able to be responsive now with ovation in terms of getting feedback, responding and doing that offering online ordering through our POS partner at toast has been a a new thing that's helped us. So there's little tactics that we do to make ourselves more convenient for our customer. But when it comes time to touch Touch the customer, have them in front of us. We really try to execute there as much as we can. Love that. Um, and
0: any any last piece of advice that you would give our listeners in terms of uh, they're opening up a restaurant, maybe they're, you know, because there's two types of people. There's those who love food and put up with the business and there's love people like you who love the business and it happens to be food. Anyone that you would, uh, any advice you'd give to the, the other group, the people who kind of got into it for the love of the food and maybe they struggle with the business aspect of things.
1: Uh, I, I mean, I think all of us have to be humble and know our strengths. And, uh, I mean, I was talking to my team about that this morning. Like I have just certain strengths and things that I love to do. And I, I just hire people that love the other aspects of the business, um, and make sure that they operate a lot better. So, um, I'm big on guest experience. I'm big on, on focusing on the person. Uh, I'm sometimes a little softy when it comes to making sure operations are carried out exactly the way they need to. So I just, as anybody that's operating, uh, just being humble enough to realize that you're not the best at everything and hiring people that, that have those offsetting, uh, capabilities. I
0: think mean, that's a fantastic piece of advice. Uh, and then who's someone in the restaurant industry who deserves an ovation? Who's, who's someone that we should be following?
1: <laughs> so uh so i think about this a lot i said who who are the people that i i look up to and look at and and i've read a lot of books and, and i follow a lot of media so i mean being in full service at magleby's you have to look up to danny meyer and what he did oh yeah uh, danny meyer's done it with union square hospitality group and with shake shack there's i mean besides being an incredible chef an amazing restaurateur right so there's in each of one of our industries, I think that there's there's people that are just fantastic, right? But somebody that I've been looking at more recently outside the industry, because um, sometimes I think we can gain a lot from looking outside the industry. Uh, do you know who Jesse Cole is? No. Jesse Cole is the owner of the Savannah Bananas. Oh yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Jesse and what he has done with that brand and creating an amazing customer experience. I mean, it's just through the roof and it doesn't just it happen when you walk into the baseball park. So we actually we actually got 80 tickets. They're coming to Salt Lake next year. Got 80 tickets. We're going to take our teams at the bakery there to have just a fun day. But the oh, things that they cool. do to interact, and engage with people online, uh, online in in, you know, with their social media inside the ballpark. They're able, their brand has just expanded so much by making it fun and engaging. And so a little bit of that magic dust, I'm hoping to extract, to be able to sprinkle into what we do. But yeah, Jesse Cole, uh, is just, I think he should be an inspiration for a lot of people. Even if you don't do sports, there's lessons to be taken and extracted to be able to, to sprinkle into any business. Absolutely.
0: And David, where can we go to learn more about you and your brands?
1: Yeah. I mean, so uh, I post, I don't know, a couple times a month on LinkedIn, try to provide something a little bit more, um, insightful about something we're going through. So LinkedIn, I post, uh, just under me personally. Uh, I'd like to post more, more often to be honest, but I, I don't have that many good thoughts. So when I try to put something out there, it's a little bit more, a little, a little bit more, uh, timely or insightful or something major that we're doing. So, uh, probably in, in by next week, we're we're doing our grand opening at the Lehigh Bakery. We've just rebuilt the entire building uh, to to have more capacity. We've grown so much, so we'll probably be posting about that soon. But LinkedIn's the best place. Awesome.
0: Well, David, for making light blue look so good, today's ovation goes to you. Thank you for joining us and giving an ovation, my man. All right, thank you, Zach. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite place to listen. We're all about feedback here. Again, this episode was sponsored by Ovation, a two-question SMS-based actionable guest feedback platform built for multi-unit restaurants. If you'd like to learn how we can help you measure and create a better guest experience, visit us at OvationUp.com.